on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy hump day, my little crystals. It's a great morning. It's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Let's dive into it. Wednesdays is all about the humping and dumping. And I yesterday missed Animal Tuesday again. It was, I was all ready. I was so excited. I went live, had a great live. And all of a sudden, my computer crashed. And my computer, I had my MacBook for the last, I would say, 13, 12 years. And it's time to get a new one. I spent two hours on the phone with Apple support. And it looks like it is a hardware issue. Nothing that they can do. So it took my day! But at the same time, I really opened me up to being in my own energy. And I haven't really done my own work ever since I moved into my own space to really realign myself. So when I sat down after the two hours, I was like, you know what? Let's scratch this episode and let me pull for me, like spirit, God, my angels, L, what do you want me to know? And I flipped through my Ted Andrews animal book and Puffin came out and it was so cute. I was like, a Puffin! And if anyone that doesn't know what a Puffin is, P-U-F-F-I-N, you can look that up. It just it looks like a little freaking cute penguin. It's about 12 inches They're from the north. They live in the northern quadrant of the world. And they're freaking cute. So I also have another animal book that I use that really has all like the archangel affirmations. And then I kind of put my own twist on it. Puffin wasn't in this book. So I felt like all my guides, spirit, was really challenging me for me to see what this animal means to me. Why is this popping out? And so... I watched a couple documentaries. I watched um, one on the History Channel about the puffin, and I started getting, t- I started getting really inspired by this animal. And what I want to share with everybody is, we can use animal totems, spiritual animals, to help us, whether that be in our dreams or in the waking light. They are going to be sending messages through the animal. It could be the actual living animal, could be a book, could be a magazine, internet. Even if you are, let's just say, working and you see a figurine on a desk or maybe a friend's shirt and it pops out to you, it's an important message that the animal is showing. It's symbolizing something. And I want you to sit with yourself and say, what does this mean to me? What is this trying to show me before you look anything up? Because nine out of ten times, your own intuition is going to answer why this is being shown. If you see bald eagles flying around all over you for the last two weeks, that is no, there's a reason why those bald eagles are saying to you, be free, set yourself free, girl, boy. But today the puffin came to me and after watching a lot of documentaries on this puffin, I really did the inward work of learning what this meant to me. And what I got out of it was a lot of prayer and humor when it comes to work and spiritual life. Call on the puffin for prayer and a sense of humor. It will get you through everything in life. Don't take spiritual so seriously. Work, pray, and have fun. When I think of the puffin, the puffin is so special because it is so in flow 
with the stream of coherence, with the stream of alignment. And when they are, they're seabirds. So when they go against the water, they're going against the water very close to it, but just kind of grazing. And when they want to go find a fish, they go really deep, deep, get the fish. And when they pop up, they actually pop up with their feet first. And they are in the shape of prayer hands. They look like little prayer hands. So that's why the puffin is also known as little brother. And the real term that they call puffins, let me look this because I have this in my notes and I want to make sure I say this right. Uh, Fertricular, fertricular, which represents little brother and like little believer, that's, they got that from the feet when they come up from a hunt from the fish. When they come together, they're left and right little, what are they called? What are their little feet called? They're, um, what is a duck's fucking foot called? Whatever the fucking duck foot is fucking called, the two duck feet go together, the penguin feet, the bird's feet, (laughs) into the shape of a prayer hand. So I feel like the puffin is saying, pray in gratitude. When I saw this and I felt this, my intuition was saying, stop praying in request. Stop asking your guides to help you. Yes, that's important. But also, why aren't you praying for the gratitude of where you are and what you have so that they know that they are supplying for you and you're grateful for what they're giving you? For example, if even if it's the smallest win and you're not honoring it, why would your guides want to give you more? They're going to give it to somebody that really is honoring themselves in the process. So taking a step back, the puffin for me was really showing to have prayer and gratitude versus in, re- versus in request. Now, when I was reading and researching a lot of the puffin after the documentary watching just like wildlife in the natural habitat of the puffin, a lot of other healers and energy workers feel that the puffin symbolizes abandonment. And it's hard because for me, I think we put a lot of our own emotions onto an animal when we don't really know what they're feeling. Like, for example, like, do you really feel abandoned by your your daddy puffin and mommy puffin? We don't have those answers because they're not speaking. I do get where they're coming from because when I was watching the documentary, there's a period in time when after after the mother hatches the egg, they leave and they go hunting and the quote-unquote abandonment starts there. But I don't see it as that. I feel like this is actually a symbol of coming into your independence, coming out of child energy and stepping into you taking responsibility for yourself. So I kind of see it both ways, but for me, I took it as a sign of it's time for you to boss up. Your parents have supplied you with all their knowings. And you are capable. Others might see this as a sign of like child and parent relationships and working on understanding abandonment issues. But for me, that's not how I felt. But if that's how you're feeling, you can use the puffin in that respect as well. They like to dance when they find their life partner. Puffins only like to mate with one person for the rest of their lives kind of like us humans, for the majority of us humans. Because I do believe that right now we're on this flow of understanding that we are sexual beings. 
and maybe we don't have to just put ourselves in this one box of being with one person the rest of our lives because we're multifaceted. But that's besides the point. The puffin decides to just be with one person, and when they find that one person, they grow out their beak, and they look so cute because their whole beak is super colorful, which I'll get to in a second. But they just dance, and if the girl puffin likes how the guy is dancing, she will then start dancing with him, and then that's her way of saying, yo, I'm ready to be your wife. And what I got from all of that was actions speak louder than words. Our spoken word only does so much. We need to actually act. So I took this as a call when I saw the puffin, my guy saying, I know you might want to say all of these different things. I know you feel all of these different things in your body, but use it as motivation and drive to put action behind the work you want to do or produce. So I took that away from the puffin, which I thought was really strong because at the end of the day, we are going to always try to share our feelings, but I feel with the puffin, it's a symbol to contain your true feelings rather than expressing them before making a move. I want to use all of that energy, that motivation, that pain, that frustration to do the move and then see how I feel. And it's really cool watching the puffin and how when after choosing their lifelong partner, both the female puffin and male puffin work really hard to provide for their children. And when they go on these excursions to hunt down fish and come back, it's so cool to see them interact with their children. They work hard, but then they really play hard after they provide. So it's really fascinating to witness this animal allow themselves the celebration to play after all of their hard work is done. They have a really good balance of work and play. So I feel like the puffin was screaming. My guides were saying, T, don't take work so seriously. I know you do all this spiritual work. I know you do all this energy work. But make it fun. It's not meant to always be so tedious or so daunting or so like buttoning your shirt all the way up to the top because just because that it goes could go all the way to the neck doesn't mean it has to. Unbutton the first two buttons and freaking breathe. Let that hair down. And it's so true. So many people I see have their hair down, but it energetically feels like their hair is in a tight-ass ponytail that's been in their head for the last week. And when you take out that pony, you get that headache. It's like, girl, your hair's already down. Actually let it down and let the breeze flow. Let yourself go. And again, this is what I was feeling about this animal. And that's when it comes to animal totems or spirit animals. How do you feel about it? How does it make you feel? That's what matters first. Take notice. For me, when I looked at the puffin, the first thing I felt was happiness. I couldn't stop smiling. I felt this rush of love and happy. I think because the beak is so colorful, it's red and yellows and orange and blues. 
and because the bird looks a lot like a penguin, it's black and white, these are actually the same colors as the tree of life, the Kabbalah. The white and black representing the yin and yang. The yellow is the temple to the heart. Orange and red, strength and work. Blue, abundance. And you can even compare this to the chakra system being red as the passion, the root, the strength. Even I think of family, even some sexual energy when it comes to the orange creative energy, yellow, I am. All of this pertains and you can actually make it part of the meaning for you when it comes to animals and their color what do the colors represent for you for me it was a lot more to the kabbalah than the chakra system but both are very similar just another way you can utilize the animal is working through the colors they're showing you I believe the puffin was coming to me to really add more humor into my life, whether I'm doing detoxes or meditating, just to have fun with it. We take ourselves so seriously at these times. It's important to keep a sense of fun, a sense of humor, humility. And like I said before, the feet come up as a prayer. So even when it comes to prayer work, instead of asking so much, having gratitude for where you are. I want you to think right now about your life and your work, your prayer, your joy, your humor. What is out of balance for you? Do you take everything as a joke? Maybe you do need to take things more serious. Is your fun missing from spirituality? Allow the puffin to help you take a step back to look at yourself on what you achieved. Have gratitude. Be thankful for where you are. Be excited about what you endured and what you overcame. Bitch, you made it on the other side. You are here. You are still walking. You are still talking. You are still breathing. You are not done with your mission. Open up yourself to the deep companionship of animals and spirit animals. The puffin is allowing us to remind and remember where we came from. Humans are the most predatorial to this animal, which is really sad. They're going extinct, not because of other animals, because of us humans, from the pollution in the ocean and all that fucking chemical bullshit we're putting into the ocean. Even some humans are eating these birds. Excuse me, sir, but can you stop eating the puffin? You do not need to be eating these seabirds! Stop littering and stop eating puffins. Use animals as a way to get back in touch with the connection of source and self. Ask yourself if there's an animal that you've been seeing. Oh my God, why am I seeing this so much? What does it mean to me? How does it make me feel? What is it trying to tell me? Use your intuition. Think it, feel it, be it. Parts of myself 
feel so thankful for my computer not working. My guides really pushed me to reconnecting back with myself by not only journaling, but really asking what I needed. Instead of me just looking up an animal and then coming in to record, I really sat down with myself and asking what I needed. So this animal really was personally to me of what I felt my guides were showing. And I thought it was a really cool way to break down how I'm connecting and how you can yourself connect to the power of animal totems. So don't be scared to call on that motherfucking puffin medicine because it is potent. She is strong. He is strong. I want to talk about the season we're coming into because during this time coming into fall where the leaves are changing and are actually like shedding and we're going into like this hibernation for winter, it really reflects nature into our own lives. And I don't want you to close yourself off to traditions, to your spirituality while coming into these seasons. I am here for everyone, whether that's you listening to the podcast daily or even booking a session. Whatever it may be, I am here for you because I don't know about you guys, but this month, the energy has been intense. Seeing all the Halloween decorations going up got me in my feels. What am I going to be for Halloween? But I also think it could pose a question of what does Halloween mean to me? What does it mean to you? For myself, I think Halloween is a space for me to dress up and be anything and everything I ever wanted to be. So this Halloween, I'm going to be Ryan Seacrest because I always wanted to host a show. Kelly, Justin, you guys are the final two. We, the results are in. America has voted. The winner of American Idol Season 1 will be announced after this commercial. <laughs> so that's what I'm being. What are you dressing up as Halloween? Do you even celebrate Halloween? If not, why? I would love to know. Comment down below. Since I'm kind of just doing a mashup today, I want to even put some Sweet Bun songs on. And the reason why my computer crashed yesterday, I turned on some old phones that had music created like 10 years ago. And I can't find my original OOOG, which is like me singing about Dunkin' Donuts, me singing about walking the streets of East Haven. I got to find those. But I did find a chunk of songs that I did with my friends, even myself, that I thought were funny and I thought it would be cool to share with you guys. These songs are not tuned in correctly. I am so tone deaf. But it's kind of cool to see how much I have grown when it comes to producing music. I'm not the best, but I love doing it. It's something that is just fun and an outlet for me to express myself. So enjoy these next couple tracks of Sweet Buns. Getting back on K-I-R. This Saturday, we'll have a new beat, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. But for right now, here's some old goodies. The first song is called Doing Dumb Shit. I forced my sister, her best friend, Britt, and my brother-in-law, Eric, 
to do this song with me. And I am so proud of them that they got themselves out of their comfort zone. And this is the magic that we produced. Doing dumb shit, watch me do a split In my new dope kicks, I ain't no trick I work real hard for my money, honey Sweeter than a Playboy bunny Bitches better have my money Money, money Why you know Shimmy Jimmy? I'm my Jimmy Jimmy Shimmy Jimmy, I'm my Jimmy Jimmy Why you know Shimmy Jimmy? I'm my Jimmy 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 Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy Yummy, yummy, that's what they say My pussy tastes like soup Flay, take me out to dinner Flower bouquet Think you're gonna play why you don't shimmy jimmy? I'm my jimmy jimmy. Shimmy jimmy, I'm my jimmy jimmy. Why you don't shimmy jimmy? I'm my jimmy jimmy. Let's go shimmy. Alright, Sheila. Let's go shimmy jimmy! Wow, that was made about a year ago and it's still a bop in my mind. The next one I have is just a classic. It's an OG. Your motherfucking big fat toe. Ho. Walking down the street, eyes closed Nothing stopping me, not even a blindfold Charlie come at me, could never hold You look like my motherfucking big fat toe oh. Come at me, ho Looking like a motherfucking big toe oh. Looking like my motherfucking big fat toe How? Oh. Next, I have no words for this song, so I'm gonna let it speak for itself. Fall up them fists, hands on your hips, your hips. Fuck out them eyes and fuck up them, fuck them, up them Kelly dance. Hey, girl, you need a sham wild cause you dripping wet on that dance floor. Fall up them fists, hands on your hips. Fuck out them eyes and fuck up them lips. Girl, you need Kelly dance. Hey, Girl, you need a sham while cause you ripping wet on that dance floor. Dang, dang. Girl, do you need a sham while cause you're dripping on that dance floor? That song was produced after a wedding me and uh, my sister and my brother-in-law went to. And we had a friend that was profusely sweating when she was dancing. And she was doing this and we decided to make it a song. And it's just a bop. So that's that. <laughs> This next one I made with my best friend growing up. Uh, we were best friends from like 14 and then high school really close. We haven't really seen each other, which makes me sad. But this song is another classic OG. Blame it, blame it, blame it on the mania. Blame it, blame it on, on the mania. Blame it, blame it on, on the mania. Thoughts be flying. Won't know what I'll do, or what I'll do, or do, or put it, put it on, on the credit card, credit, credit card. Put it, put it on, on the credit card, credit card. Discover Visa America's Mouse. Max them out before. Let's do it once more. Ma'am, your credit card declined. What? 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 Blame it, blame it on, on the mania. Blame it, blame it on, on the mania. Throuple, couple, travel the world. Dubai, say kids. Ready for more. Gotta take some meds to come down for sure. Scary people talking fast. I just won't crash, 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 crash. 
Pay your credit card bills. And go to fucking bed. The old team were like really nightclub jams. I see this as a nightclub. Two o'clock in the morning. Don't know what's going on. And this song is playing. This last beat I found randomly on my computer and I didn't finish it, but the beginning is so fire. This is a shout out to Chef Gordon Ramsay. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Hey, little mama, come over to my place. They call me Gordon Ramsay because I got the right taste. Whipped cream syrup, whatever you say. Come over my place. Come check out my space. Come over my place. Girl, come on, come over my place. And that one just stopped right there, but I was on to something with that beat. Sweet Buns is back this Saturday. Stay tuned and get motherfucking ready. Grab your mops, because it's going to be a motherfucking mop. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found value in the puffin and the Sweet Buns songs. Just a little fun to have in this episode. I think it just shows all together that work and play can coexist. And that's what we just did here on this episode. You can follow me at all social media at Thomas Hunter with two Ds because two is better than one. Make it a great day.